Xavier, I'd be rich if I had a dollar every time I heard someone say, man, I wish I knew 20 years ago what I know today about money. They need to be teaching about this stuff in school. Like the power of investing early. Compound interest. That alone would impact lives. Understanding and planning for taxes. Understanding the difference between both good debt and bad debt. Eric, what about all the stuff about money that business owners need to know? What kind of insurance should you be buying? The importance of contributing towards your retirement. They don't teach any of this stuff in school. Y'all sit back, get ready, because we are talking stuff about money they didn't teach you in school that you need to know. Welcome back to Stuff About Money They Didn't Teach You in School. I'm Xavier Angel, CFP, and I'm joined with my co-host, the very distinguished Eric Garcia, CFP. Distinguished. Man. And before we get started today, um, I do want to ask you guys, if you like what you're hearing, if you have any questions, please follow us uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Do you say distinguished because of the gray hair? Is that the distinguishing factor? Yes, that is it. The gray hair and the coat. I love I love the sports coat. We're wearing another coat. That's right. Okay. How you doing today, man? You, you good? You, you, you're looking good. I'm Thank doing you, good as well. I appreciate today. it. You're looking, you're looking mighty good today as well, Xavier. The, the year is flying by this year. It is. Can, can you believe where we are? Yeah. By the time this podcast posts the first quarter of 2022 will almost be over. It's crazy. Wow. All right. It is. Met with a client this morning. Okay. And this is, we're recording March 9th. We're two weeks into the Russian invasion into Ukraine. Uh, we don't know what the stock market's going to be doing by the time this posts, but right now the, the stock market has been incredibly volatile, scary time to invest. Get it. Um, a lot of uncertainty. So a client walks in, sits in front of me. He's getting close. He's got about five more years before he retires. He's got a 401k. He sits down and I said, hey, how are you feeling about the stock market? This was, this, these were his words to me. He said, if I didn't have five more years, I'd be nervous. Now, that's significant. He says, if I didn't have five more years, I would be nervous. And I thought about it for a second. And this is what I told him. I said, you know what? You understand the game that you're playing. You understand the game. He understands. You, you are, you he are, understands. You are playing the five-year game and not the one-month, one-week, one-day investment game. All right. In the book... The Psychology of Money, in one of the chapters, uh, Morgan Housel, this is how he opens it. He says, before taking financial cues from people playing a different game, I'm, I'm sorry, beware, <laughs> beware taking financial cues from people playing a different game than you are. So here's what that's, I'm hearing. Right. I like that. Yeah. That's powerful. Be, beware of taking financial cues from people playing a different game than you are. Here's where we find ourselves. And I think we've been here for... For not just right now with what's happening geopolitically in the stock market, but I think we've we have found ourselves kind of in this um, uh, more so than it seems normal over the past few past year or so, where we've we've seen a lot of growth in the stock market. We're taking our financial cues from people who are playing a different game than us. They're they're playing the the short term investment game. They're playing the um, I want to make fast money investment game. 
And we got to be really careful not to allow that thinking creep into a different game that we're playing, right? If I'm playing the long-term game and I'm invested for 10, 20, 30 years, then the stock price of GameStop, what it's going to do by the end of the day has less impact on my plan. What it's going to be at in 20 years has greater impact on my plan. And right now in the market, what we're seeing is there's a lot of fear. And this this is typically when this happens. When fear and greed are at their height. So right now, fear, there's a lot of fear in the market. So what happens is we start to take our cues from someone else. Oh my gosh, I'm going to lose all my money. The market's, I, I need to get out of the market and just kind of sit we're, on the we're sidelines. We're listening to friends, right? We're listening to friends, coworkers, family members. You know, we're... Th- we have all of that in our head. Yep. So when fear is heightened and when greed is heightened, man, the stock market's doing really good. I need to be invested in high growth stuff because it's doing really good and I don't want to miss out. And so we tend to, it seems like we tend to take financial cues from others when fear and greed are at its height. So let's let's talk in, um, in just kind of in, in the investments right now, because uh, I want to talk about spending as well as it's related to this. But Let's look at where we are right now in this geopolitical situation with uh, Russian-Ukraine war, okay? If we look back historically at other geopolitical type events, so, I mean, you can go back to Pearl Harbor, Korean War, Cuban Missile Crisis. um, 9-11. 9-11. Iraqi Freedom. uh, Desert Storm. all, All those, all those, okay? So Eric, yeah, r- real quick point. Mm-hmm. So this is th- this type of stuff happens in the few in, in the past. We've been through this type of stuff before, then correct. So this conversation isn't anything new. Yeah, I mean it's it's not new, but I hesitate to say yes, it's not new, and I don't want to dismiss anyone's fear or concern and say, hey, look, this happened. Don't worry about it; it'll get better. I don't want to dismiss people's emotions because I mean emotions are real. It's scary stuff. Okay. Um, but we do need to successful investors are the ones who are able to divorce kind of their investment decisions from those strong emotions. Okay. So mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. recognize and acknowledge, yeah, this is scary. Okay. And the circumstances that lead to market conditions like this are, are different every time, but the conditions seem to be similar, right? There, there's a lot of, there's a, I don't know who said it, but they say history doesn't repeat itself, but it often rhymes. Right. Right. So we're we're rhyming with things that have happened in the past. We've seen ge- geopolitical um, events, uh, not exactly like this, but we've seen them in the past. Cuban Missile Crisis, where there's been fear of nukes. There's been fear of, of other wars. We've seen world wars. Um, and here's what tends to happen, okay? So if we look over the past 10 most significant crises, these geopolitical crises over history, the average, okay, from when that when it starts... After 12 months, the market average return is up 10.6%. Wow. Which is hard to believe. Now, 10, I'm, not 10 saying, point... I'm not saying that 12 months from now, we're going to be up 10%. I don't know what we're going to mm-hmm. be at. But if history... But historically... If history is any that's... indication of where we'll be, and this is an average of those 10 events. So after one month, negative um, 2.3. After three months, up 26 after six months, up 6.4. So these type of events happen, and what the market has done, it has recovered. Okay, so know the game you're playing. 
right? Don't take financial cues from someone who's playing a different game. If you are invested for five, six, 10, 20, 30 years, what we're seeing now, when you look back, is gonna be a blip. I remember when uh, COVID hit in March, March 2020. Man, it was painful. It was, it was fast. The drop in the market was painful, but we look back and say, that's just, that's just a, a, a speed bump in, in my investment history. I don't know how this is going to turn out, but again, if history is any, if history is any indication or any, an indicator of what's going to happen, we're going to recover eventually. Know the game. What you're if playing. you had a crystal ball? Wouldn't you love to have a crystal ball right now? I'd be retired, man. <laughs> I'd have been retired a long time ago. If yeah. I had a crystal ball. It, it'd be nice to have one right now. Yeah. hundred percent. So if, if we are, if we decide, if we're playing the long-term game and we decide to start playing by short-term rules, okay, then you'd be out of the market right now. You would, you would try, you'd be chasing profits. You would have tried to, I don't know, maybe invest in wheat futures when the, when wheat futures shot to the roof. Or, um, if you're really, really smart, you would have tried to invest in nickel when, when nickel went through the roof just recently. Um, or you'd shift all your portfolio to oil because oil's oil's up. But then the problem you find yourself in, you're, you're making these short-term moves, but you're playing a long-term game. And then you're going to have to make another short-term move in this long-term game. Now and it just becomes one short-term move after the other. I'm not saying that portfolios don't demand certain tweaks when we see what's happening now we've made we've made portfolio tweaks in our accounts we've shifted um, in our um, we've shifted um, the type of accounts or, or the type of, of, of assets you know growth to value but the strategy has remained the same they're not wholesale changes in a portfolio we're not chasing profits um, so make sure you're playing according to uh, the rules of the game that um, that you're playing right absolutely correct and and eric we had a conversation earlier one of the things that we were talking about not everyone is going to as you mentioned not everyone is in that same game so i may have that 50 year old versus that 35 year old we're not making those same moves it's based off of where that individual is and what their goals are what their game is now here, i do want to make this note i'll never forget this story my dad tells me, I want to say it's like in 1980, late 70s, early 80s, he was taking a, an investment course at Loyola University. And uh, this is right around the time when Chrysler, the automaker, was near, they might have even in, been in bankruptcy. And it was trading really, really, really low. And my dad went to the professor, like, oh, mate, I mean, Chrysler would be a good buy right now. I should put some money in Chrysler. And, and the professor basically said, that would be a terrible investment decision. Okay. So my dad didn't do anything. And he says, man, if, if I'd have just, if I wouldn't have listened to that guy who was so smart that the guy teaching investments, if I wouldn't have listened to him, I'd have made a lot of money in Chrysler. Okay. So, um, let me say this sometimes, and, and I counsel a lot of clients this way, this way, I've got a lot of clients who they're entrepreneurs. They like to take risks. They, they want to play the short-term game from time to time, okay? And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. We just want to make sure that we purpose our money specific to that. So I'm going to play the long game with your money that you're going to need in 20, 30 years. 
And if you want to play the short game, let's allocate some money to that and have fun with it. It's, it's entertainment. It's like going to the arcade. I call it my arcade. I've got an arcade account. I do things in my short-term account that I would never do in my long-term account. But it's with specific money that I'm okay if, if I lose it. I'm, I mean, it would hurt. I don't like losing money. But I purposed it for that specific um, uh, purpose, if that makes sense. Yeah, ab- absolutely. So, Xavier, we've been talking about the rules of the games when it comes to investing. But we also see this, and I just want to make note of this because I think it's, it's noteworthy. We also see this in terms of, of spending, right? So much of spending is socially driven. It's what we see. We're taking, we're making spending decisions off of cues that we're seeing in other people. People we might follow, people who influence us, people we might admire, people mm-hmm. in Hollywood, um, friends, coworkers, so we see them spend money. We want to spend money. But what we don't know is everything else behind the scenes. We don't know if they're debt-free. We don't know if right. if um, if they've inherited money. We don't know if, um, you know. What if, they have in their savings, what they make, what their income is. We, we, don't, we have no idea of any of that. So that, that taking our cues from other people, um, our financial cues from other people, when it comes to investing and spending, Make, man, make sure, make sure, make sure they're playing the same game as you. Make sure the rules are the same. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're going to find mm-hmm. yourself feeling let down. Right. All right. So Xavier, we've talked about kind of knowing the game that you're playing from an investment standpoint, knowing the game that you're you're playing from a spending standpoint. Make sure you're following the rules of the game that you're playing. This is this is where I think accountability is so important, um, and, and the accountability, particularly that a financial planner or a financial advisor plays in the role. Um, in the client's life is keeping them accountable to that long-term plan, keeping them long-term. Yeah, I, I use the word, I'm using the word game here, obviously very loosely, but keeping them accountable to the rules of the game that they're playing to remind them, hey, look, you're in this for the long haul. You're in this. Mm-hmm. Let's talk through these investment decisions. You're, so the, the, that role of the planner, the advisor, the investment advisor, in making sure that you're playing according to the rules is um, is super important. So we, we we started kind of with that quote: "Beware taking financial cues from playing from people playing a different game than you are." I want to end with this idea um, in that same chapter. It says that few things matter more with money than understanding your own time horizon and not being persuaded by the actions and behaviors of people playing different games than you are. It's the same idea. So few things matter more with money than understanding. You need to understand your time horizon for retirement, for your investments, and not be persuaded, not be persuaded by the actions and the behaviors of people playing different games than you are. Different games could be chasing hot trends. It could be different games could be Going to cash when you shouldn't be going to cash. Um, what's your time horizon? If your time horizon is two years, well, hopefully, hopefully your investment advisor has you in a portfolio that's appropriate for someone with a two-year time horizon. If your time horizon is thirty years, hopefully you're invested in a portfolio that is built for a thirty-year time horizon, and so on and so forth. As things change, as things change, your portfolio changes as well. And, and and we encourage, you know, with our clients, we encourage you, if you have those questions, um, reach out to us. 
you know, have those conversations with us um, because, again, we are that accountability partner for you. So, well, look, we want to thank everyone for joining us today um, and listening to the podcast, Stuff About Money They Don't Teach You in School. If you like our podcast, um, please uh, subscribe um, to anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Awesome. People, know the game you're playing. Identify the game and build your plan accordingly. Thanks for listening. Information presented and discussed on the Stuff About Money podcast is for educational purposes only and does not constitute direct financial advice. Consult with a qualified financial advisor prior to implementing any strategies discussed. Eric Garcia and Xavier Angel's branch office is located in New Orleans, Louisiana. The branch phone number is 504-218-5479. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through New Century Financial Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor not affiliated with Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated.